Hello, it's Nikki Thompson and you're listening to another episode of Her Habits where I give you short little episodes every day uh, to support you in creating the habits that you want in your life. I specifically talk about um, all habits from my own experience as a mum of three kids, as a woman who has a cycle. I like to incorporate all of that in. I'm really passionate about that. And today I'm going to be sharing some of my own habits because I wanted to share a little bit more about them and specifically um, how I incorporate them for my cycle. So this might be a little bit of a longer episode, but I've been really excited to do this episode. So I have always had some cycle issues throughout my life. And I think it started when I was 16. I had uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome was the diagnosis and I was put on the pill and pretty much just sent out the door. I was still in a lot of pain, but you know, I was just sent away. And I continued doing that and dealing with the pain, being told that it was just all in my head. And then about five years later, I found out I have endometriosis and it was very, very severe. I had several surgeries to get it removed and to help me um, just to function. Um, and it wasn't till I was living in the UK um, in my kind of after university that it was there. A gynecologist over there found out that I had endometriosis and um, went in for surgery. And it was so severe that um, that we had to I had to come home and um, have several surgeries back here in Australia. So my cycle has always been I felt um, powerless around my cycle and uh, when I was uh, trying to get pregnant with my first child, it took um, a longer. I needed to take Clomid, which was like a tablet to help me ovulate and one tablet and I ovulated and I got pregnant and it was a healthy, happy pregnancy um, and he's uh, 12. <laughs> so um, after that point, my cycle started really improving and I have heard that that can happen once you've had children, but I still felt powerless. I still felt like I was not aware of my cycle enough. I certainly hadn't been taught anything about much about my cycle. I still thought before trying to fall pregnant that pretty much any time of the month I could get pregnant. And I just thought that that's how it worked. So I wasn't really fully aware of um, my cycle. I wasn't aware of um, the changes in my cycle could impact my my emotions. Like I just was so detached from it because I'd gone on the pill for so long in my, you know, when I first started getting my cycle. So now I'm very much an active tracker of my cycle. I, I love to know where I'm at in my cycle. And in fact, I will know every single day what where I'm at, what's going on and what to, you know, what to monitor and how to support myself. So this has been a, a fun journey. I've really enjoyed doing that. Um, for those who are wondering what I use to track, I am obsessed with the Aura Ring, which is O-U-R-A. Um, I have got a code that will get people $50 off. Does, I don't get any benefit from that. But if you are super keen, um, let me know and I can give that to you. You can just send me a message. Um, and that is really helpful. So this aura ring tracks my body temperature daily. It's tracking my heart rate. Um, all of these stats that help give a really good prediction of when my period will come. Now, for someone who doesn't have a very um, 
designated cycle, um, it's anywhere between 34 to 42 days um, cycle. I All the other trackers didn't work for me. So this is really helpful for me because it also tracks, I can see a graph of the trend of my temperature um, and then that I can work out, okay, yeah, I've just ovulated and I can feel that in my body or, you know, my period's going to happen probably in the next couple of days. So it's really helpful because then I'm also very active of my habits of how to support myself through my cycle. Because one of the things I've learned is that if I am super restful as much as, as you know, logistically possible with three kids and working and all of the things during my period, I actually will have a much better cycle. If I give myself extra nutrients around my ovulation time, I'm going to have a better luteal phase, which is the phase before, just before your period, um, which has always been a bit of a problem area for me, especially over the last 18 months. So this is something I've been working on. I am no expert, but there are a lot of experts out there and there's a lot of stuff that you can learn online. Um, and this has just been from my experience. So I will eat healthy, more carbs during around when I'm ovulating and then just before my period. Um, I'm not a huge, like I've noticed my weight will go up if I eat carbs too often. And I'm not saying carbs are bad, but certain carbs, my body just does not like. So I'm very, I have to be very particular about that. But again, I've been learning that I was just kind of like, oh, I hate being so sensitive to everything. I'm just going to stuff it. I'm just going to eat whatever I want and then gained a ton of weight. And that was also associated with stress, which then caused hormonal issues. So I've been really focused on my habits to support my body, my hormones, my metabolism, my mental health, my energy, all of the things that make up me um, in terms of my whole physical body. Um, And that's been really a really interesting journey. So some of the habits are that I love my morning walk and during the days when I wake up and I've got so much energy, I'm going to do at least a 5k walk. Now that could be, um, out the front of my house. It might be, I also might just do a bike ride. I've got a stationary bike at home. Um, and, or it could be going out for a walk when I don't have my children, then I go to the beach and I love going to the beach. So I'll do a walk there, go for a swim. That just lights me up so much. It really, really is fantastic for every part of my body. (laughs) Um, so obviously that's not practical for everybody. And, and a lot of the time I can't do that, um, every week, but during the summer in particular, I'll make a lot more of an effort to do that. Then I also do a sauna if I've just done my walk around at home or just around, um, the area, I'll come home, I'll jump in the sauna for 10, 15 minutes, and then I'll jump in my pool And then I will make, I'll get dressed and I usually just put my dressing robe on um, and my hair in a little hair towel and go and have my breakfast. And this is when I will be packing lunches and doing those things unless I've packed them the night before, which I sometimes do. But to be fair, my my fridge is actually, now that my kids are getting older, I, I need a bigger fridge. So I sometimes at the moment do not have enough room in my fridge to have three lunch boxes as well as all the other food. So I've had to start making their lunch boxes in the morning. 
which is not the end of the world. Um, so I will then do, I will, while I'm making my breakfast, I'll kind of be gathering their lunch stuff. I only do a small amount of their lunch boxes. They have to do the rest of it. Um, but I do make it fairly easy for them. Um, and they have to get themselves ready. They have to get dressed. They have to do all of those things because they are definitely old enough to do that. And then I'll eat my breakfast. And while I'm eating breakfast, I often do a little journaling um, and I'll just sit down um, and then I'll go get dressed and then I will start my day. And this is for me the best way to start my day. Now, if I have got my period, I will take it way easier. So if I'm really, really tired and I wake up, I'm feeling really tired, I will go back to sleep if I can um, and I won't go for my morning walk. And that usually just happens on maybe day two um, or day three and that's pretty much it. Now, if I'm feeling tired but not like I need to go back to sleep, then I will just do a short walk. I might only do one to two Ks, just a really light walk, but I know that I'm going to feel better just to kind of move around. So this is how I gauge it. I have to listen to myself. Now, I feel like a lot of the habit stuff out there is very masculine. It's like, you just have to do this every single day for 60 days. It'll be a habit. And this is, you know, these are the habits you have to do. I really disagree with that because I feel like when I was trying to be like that and I was the perfectionist side of me was really playing hard and she was like okay we've got to do you know we've got to check off check off these 10 different things every single day otherwise this is a failure um and I just put so much pressure on myself especially when some days I have way more energy and then other days I will have zero energy and I just need to rest and that's when my body is saying we just need to rest um, I also do like that with the Aura Ring, the app that it comes with assess, like gives you like a readiness score for the day. So when my readiness score is a bit low, so my heart rate might be a bit higher or I didn't sleep as well, things like that, it will say like, you know, maybe take it easy today, um, which has been really helpful in listening to my body by having these kind of stats. Now, obviously not everyone needs that. I, I enjoy that type of thing. So for me, it was really helpful and I find it really um, interesting. It's the first thing I look at in the morning um, is to see where everything is at the moment. And it's also been really helpful with a lot of food sensitivities that I'm trying to work through at the moment. It has been really helpful because I can see that when I eat something that my body's not loving, heart rate goes up through the night, like it's, um, you know, things aren't great. So I can see what things ha- uh, my body is loving uh, and it might not just be a tummy issue. It could be other ish- other reactions that are happening in my body. So I find that really useful. So listening to your body, learning to listen to your body, if that's new to you, can really help you feel more confident in understanding where when your habits will be on a sliding scale. So my morning walk happens 99% of the time, but it's on a sliding scale. This morning I did five and a half Ks, other days it might be one. So, and, and I'm good with either. I'm good with either of those because I know what my body's needing. I know, and I feel into that. So that happens with all habits. And I'm really talking about a lot of more health habits, but a lot of it for me is for mental health. 
And that is my number one focus at the moment is working on my mental health. I want it to be super strong and it's an ongoing, it's an ongoing project, I guess. It's an ongoing way of taking care of myself. So I want you to think about what are the habits you're trying to implement into your day and how can they be on a sliding scale? So what could be like the bare minimum? I've spoken about this in an earlier episode, but what when it comes to your energy levels and your cycle, where can we kind of shift it so that you still feel like you've done those habits and you're still moving forward in whatever goal you have in mind? But you're not punishing yourself for not doing, you know, the extra few Ks of exercise or or whatever it is when your body is actually saying, hang on, we're needing rest right now. Um, I would love to know. And remember, um, if you do want the aura ring, I I love it. I'm I'm totally obsessed. So I I tell a lot of people about it. Um, Send me a message. I can give you a link to it. Again, I'm, I don't get any money for that, but I just love it. And I know that a lot of women um, can really benefit from just knowing their body um, in, at a deeper level. All right. I hope you have an amazing day and I will speak to you tomorrow.